If you think the world's flat, then you're a crazy man, or lady, or person. Doesn't matter, because you're here now with us. Hi, I'm Ben Rosenthal, and I'm one of your co-hosts here on Hack the Dino. Video games, past, present, and future, and all the other games news nonsense that we like to bring you via our vocal cords. I am joined, as always, apart from when he has explosive diarrhea, by Xbox's number one fan, and a very happy person, Mr. Floppy Starrick. Woo! What do you mean the world's not flat? And also our Millennial Falcon, Braden Dixon. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? We're, we're, well, I'm, I was good until I found out that I need a new co-host. I'm concerned. Yes. So what we can do is we can get two points and a laser. And anyway, uh, it's been E3 all week, uh, as well as launching of... Um, what's, what's that game called? That uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank! Oh, oh, Ripper Fart. That's right. Ripper Fart came out this week as well. And I love yet, Jack and Dexter. E3 happened, and my goodness, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it happened, and that's the nicest thing we, we, ha there were bits that happened, yes, and there were other bits that happened, it, all the bits, they all happened, yep, Different and all the bits, bits are here, and we're going to talk about them, we're going to look at the bits, we're going to dissect them, we're going to probably put a nice little sauce on them, saute yep. them in a fran a bit, probe fran? them, in a fan, a pan, can we probe them, you can probe them if you like, we're going to uh, put them on yep. the stove, just gonna get a little knives and forks and, and cut them get up. Get one up, yeah. Where can people listen to the show, Ben? You can listen to <laughs> us and that wonderful ASMR stuff that I just did with my mouth uh, so over gross. on any podcast app, such as Spotify, iTunes, uh, all Stitcher. the yep, all of them. You can wherever you find your podcast, we're there. And if you have the ability to leave a review, please do and a comment. It helps the algorithms sort of like not ignore us and go, hey, these guys actually know what they're talking about sometimes. And even if they don't, at least they're pretty. And if you think we're pretty, then you might want to go to hackthedino.com or youtube.com backslash hackthedino and check us out on YouTube where you can hit the subscribe button like all the other YouTubers tell you to do. And you can like it. And you can watch our, our, our show. If you think you wear really pretty, you can go to OnlyFans. No. Not yet. That's a surprise. Uh, or you can head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino and watch us stream live like many in the chat are doing now. And they're going to interact with us and tell them their E3 thoughts throughout the course of the show. So head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino if you would also like to tell us what you think of us. But, uh, hey, E3 happened. Uh, we're going to go against the usual run of the show. Uh, oh, we're changing <coughs> things up here. That's right. E3 2021 happened. So Crazy did the Summer kids. Game Fest. So did... What else happened? Like, every everyone apart from Sony had, like, a video. Yeah. Well, everyone did something. They had something. Um, so before we go into each uh, individual game news thingy uh let's just talk about e3 overall what did we think um we've we've all watched a majority of the conferences uh brayden what did you think overall of e3 um i thought overall i think i think this format for e3 summer gaming you know the mess and amalgamation of all these different people calling their shit different things all around the same time of the year as e3 i think it works I think it works 100%. Everyone's sort of doing their own thing. I think this is ideal for going forward and sort of modernizing a bit. Um, that being said, I think some people still need some work. Oh, yeah. Floppy, what were your thoughts on uh, 
I've got pretty much the same thoughts. I think E3 is now not just an event. It is a time. Mm-hmm. And I think it really worked. I think it worked really well. I think there are some people that did it really, really well and, and sort of and, and presented their stuff well. I think there are some people that are not yet used to this format and hopefully we'll get there. Um, I personally loved the new format of uh, companies just holding like hour, 40 minute hour long presentations yeah. of videos. Well, some um, of them didn't need to be that long. No, true, but the, the majority of them were really slick. Uh, majority of them had some yeah, pretty decent stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, some of them were downright hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw the, um, I, I can't remember what it was called now. The guys that did Scott Pilgrim versus the world limited run, limited, limited run. run had one. Uh, I missed that. Limited Run had one where they announced they announced uh, River City Girls two and oh. River City Girls zero. I saw your post about that, but I yeah. missed that. Very excited, but their whole thing was a complete and utter piss take of these conferences. Oh, well, that's cool. That's like perfect. they <laughs> just as an example. I didn't get the footage, but just as an example, they had um, a real real live gameplay of River City Girls, and it was one of them dressed up in like Ooh. just a gamer standing in front of a screen with like a bag of Doritos just trying to gnaw <laughs> it with his face and play one-handed and it was like for a minute <laughs> and this was the and thing came out said live gameplay I mean we'd all be lying if we said we haven't done that uh, oh it, was, it was great it was a lot of fun um, but I, I think more than anything this was the ESA after having last year off due to you know all the uh, problematic uh, global bastard that's currently still in you know toppling the world get vaccinated um they needed to prove something the esa needed to prove that they were relevant and uh, that they were still warranted in this day and age and we actually needed them and you know individual companies just couldn't come together and, and do a summer games fest or, mm. or do something themselves like nintendo has been doing as well as the other big corporations um so i just want to highlight here on day three of the esa's e3 coverage they uh they started the day with sitting down with some influencers and asking them who they'd want to have dinner with. <laughs> so, uh, good gaming content there. Instead of, you know, talking about devs and, and their craft, let's go with the influencers. For me, it I've written it down here. The ESA appeared like a bunch of 50-year-olds trying to fit in at the skate park. So, I, I relate to this a lot, as I'm quite often referred to as the old man. Uh, and this made me think of that meme with... Uh, Steve Bashimi going, hello there, fellow young people. With yep. the skateboard? Yeah, yep. with the oh, skateboard. Yeah. Um, they also, the ESA took a jab at Jeff Keighley as well. So they only had spots for official streamers or co-streamers of all the E3 presentations. Where was for it? A hundred people. Oh, I turned it down because I knew we were busy. Good point. Um, so only a hundred spots and Jeff Keighley wasn't given one of those spots to be a, a official co-streamer. Um, because Jeff Keighley, of course, used to be on the ESA, on the board, but he left in 2019 because of all the bollocks backstage political yeah. mess and them not willing to change their um, the way they do things. Uh, so, yeah, they um, highly encouraged people not to co-stream it uh, and couldn't guarantee that they wouldn't get hit by strikes from... Um, the owners of the footage, like the game companies of the footage, because they're not listed in the official co-streamer thing. So it was a way to basically make sure that they were getting all the coverage on their uh, main feed, as well as their people they personally approved for co-streaming. And I just thought that was a little bit in poor spirit. And I think kind of highlights um, how antiquated the ESA possibly is. I found it a little bit Apple, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like doing it my way and no one else's. 
uh, and a little bit, I don't want to use the word um, proprietary, but like they, they they had their way. They don't want anyone else to do anything similar and they just wanted to, their way and or the highway. And, and oh, by the way, that guy that left, you, we're still narky on that, so you're not allowed in. No, no, they don't even uh, talk about him. Yeah. Who? What guy? Jeff who? No, I never heard of him. Yeah, it's pretty spiteful. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. Braden, what do you think about this uh, old man trying to own something that's quite largely dead? Yeah, that's weird. I think people need to sort of move with the times, understand, hey, things are things are becoming very different. We need to adapt to survive. And they're barely doing it. They're, 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 they're taking people's advice on, hey, here's what you need to do to adapt to survive. And then they're going, okay, let's do it our way and, and kind of do it, but not efficiently enough. No. And and taking the easy option. Oh, yeah, influencers. People, kids love influencers. Yeah, Let's no, talk to them. Hint, never do that. <laughs> Ever. Never a good thing. They'll be cancelled in three months. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know how that feels. Actually, I don't. <laughs> Dan does. That's why he's not here anymore. Oh, no, cancel Dan. Because he died. Um, okay, so the two big standouts from this show were Nintendo and Xbox and their conferences. Undoubtedly. Uh, what do we think of each of their uh, offers for this year? Can I go first? Please do. Because I think I'm going to surprise some people. Okay. Uh, shall I say who my standout was? Sure. My standout was Nintendo. Really? Yes. Nintendo was the one I enjoyed watching the most. Okay, yep. Uh, Xbox had so much to say, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And everything coming to game. Xbox po- really needed to prove something this show. They do. They did. They did. Like, and they, they did are, quite well. They, like, yeah, absolutely. They're coming up that ladder um, from behind. Whatever metaphor you want to use. After this show, I actually sat down and thought, yes, yeah, Sony's in trouble. I don't think they're in trouble. I just think it's getting back to an equal run. Yeah, they don't have a free ride anymore. Yeah, they don't have that free ride. They're going to have to work to stay ahead. There's really interesting stuff in the difference between the two businesses at this point. Yeah, because they're not running the same race. It's weird. It's very different. And it'll be interesting to see how they sort of keep any sort of competitive edge or if they sort of just separate that entirely. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, the reason I picked uh, Nintendo as my favorite conference out of it is because as much as Xbox brought and Bethesda, which was uh, Xbox, what, 30 games, mm-hmm. uh, 27 of them come to Games Pass. That's awesome. That's crazy. We got dates on things like Horizon. We got uh, Starfield. We Horizon. Horizon. Oh, cars. Horizon. Problem, Forza yep. Horizon. Real, real car. Real car. Real car. No real car. Flashback to last episode for those who weren't here. Um, we got to do some really cool stuff. But I actually got less excited because it's all coming to Games Pass Day 1. Because I'm just like, oh, I'll just be there. I've got Games Pass. It'll just be there. It actually, I, Which is sucky because I should be more excited because I'm not having to pay for that. Mm. Well, It actually made me less excited because I'm just like, ah, it's just there. Oh, uh, so you'll just be able to play it whenever. Yeah, I'll just be able to play it. Whereas Nintendo, I feel, it had was a little bit more streamlined. Mm-hmm. They had less filler, I think, than Xbox did. Oh, totally. Um, therefore, every single thing that came out, I was like, apart from the 10 minutes of a Smash Bros. character, which I didn't need to see 10 minutes of, um, everything that came out, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm going to pre-order that, and I'm going to pre-order that. Whereas the game, the, the Xbox one, I was like, that's awesome. Ah, oh, I've already got it because i got Games Pass. Yeah, so actually, fair. although I was impressed with all the stuff they brought out, it didn't make me as excited because I get pretty much already have it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I can understand that logic. Mm. Um, Brayden, what did you think? 
What was your favourite conference? At my favourite conference, not one that a lot of people are talking about, uh, Wholesome Games Fest or Wholesome Games Direct, whatever they called it. You know, that's completely on brand for you. Oh my <laughs> God. It was the cutest thing in the world. It was the best. It was the best conference by far. They just showed game, 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 game. So quick, so fast with tiny little moments with the three hosts who were like not intrusive at all. Super supportive. Um, they supported good causes. They showed off these really cute little indie games um, and they showed off like heaps of them which is crazy and all of them were really adorable i think it was the best one by far um i was overall not uber duber impressed with a whole lot of stuff i thought xbox bethesda had a couple of cool things ubisoft was a nightmare all that sort of stuff who do you think was the worst hang on i'm gonna jump in and, and say what i like ben oh, how good was nintendo uh no well see i'm gonna say something that uh, might surprise other people i actually can't pick between Nintendo and Xbox. I knew Bethesda. you were going to know. Um, so for me, uh, Xbox Bethesda need to show that they've got stuff coming that we want to play. Uh, and just remembering back to 2018, 2019, and their conferences there, you know, that whole old, tired way of thinking of, oh, Xbox yeah. doesn't have any games. Here they showed Starfield. Here they showed uh, Evil Dead. They, uh, well, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. That but was yeah, a, uh, later. Yeah. But yeah, they showed a whole bunch of games, which we will get to. Um, and I really think they did really well. I think the whole thing looked really professional, really pro, came a long way from their first one where like all the game devs were talking on their Apple iPod microphones. Yeah, um, that was weird. Like it looked polished. It looked great. I can see this being the way going forward. Um, every announcement I had an interest in, it was, it was presented in a way. I don't think any of the uh, announcements overstayed their welcome. They were all about, you know, maximum three minutes. So they were just constantly rolling, rolling, rolling with them. Um, and I also feel that like they had enough surprises in there. And they weren't jaw-dropping surprises. They were, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But it was enough of, oh, yeah, that's cool to sort of like get me excited that they have a plan. That what? checks out. Was there anything in Xbox that you went, oh, shit, I didn't expect that? Jack Sparrow and Sea of Thieves. <laughs> okay. Was there anything you went, I didn't expect that and I like it? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. When we go through each uh, conference, cool. something will come to my head. There then. were definitely some like nice surprises where I was like, oh, I'm actually interested in whatever that is. Yeah. How um, good does Forza always look? It oh, looks, that's... yeah, it's the, they have to. Um, <laughs> now, with uh, Nintendo, uh, I'm biased. Like, I will unashamedly admit that uh, you could throw out the worst trashy um, Nintendo conference and I'll sit there like a giddy little schoolboy. I've seen your Nintendo shelves. Yeah. You yeah. have some of the so games. So I will be into it no matter what. Um, the one thing that stood out for me with for Nintendo that not a lot, if not any of the confer other conferences did, Nintendo showed gameplay and only talked about games that were coming out this year by and large. Mm. So every other um, big time conference like microsoft and bethesda included hell of a lot of trailers all of e3 was pretty much trailer 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 very little gameplay on a lot of games very little games actually coming out this year and of course it's because there's a pandemic and you know the chip shortage and a lot of things like that completely understand i'm not saying that at all um but nintendo made sure they had things there ready to show and showed the gameplay and i was just impressed with nintendo constantly going oh, it's coming out 2021 it's coming out 2021 2021 wow okay cool i was actually kind of scared that nintendo weren't going to have much of a 2021 but there is enough okay games there along with pokemon uh remakes that are coming out 
that you can see that, yeah, that they've also got a plan and, you know, it's, it's going to be Nintendo. They're just going to keep releasing their cool little things. Why is Julia Gillard playing the Wii? I thought the same thing. <laughs> I just brought up a random Nintendo press conference. Do you find, I found that um, Nintendo made it way more relevant because yes. they did that. Everything's obtainable soon. Yep. Um, so we won't talk about the ones that we didn't like that much because we try and be positive here, which is weird coming from me. <coughs> but when we get to the group uh, or the conference section that you didn't necessarily like, feel free to uh, voice your objections there. There is one that I would like to talk about. Yeah, there's just, one I'd like yeah. to talk about as well. I'm pretty sure Braden's in on that. All right, so let's start off with the Summer Games Fest opening night, which was on the Friday night of E3. Uh, I believe this was possibly the most substantial conference of the week. Uh, just We're not going to go through each announcement. We're going to go through sort of like the key the heavy, announcements. heavy hitters. The heavy hitters, the ones that I think most people would have a... Um, desire to hear and it's something we'd like to talk about and people listen because that's what we do. We're not going to be talking about every single Square Enix RPG they showed off. I'm sorry. No, sorry. Sorry, Triple Indy. You could pretty much just insert name of Square Enix RPG and then talk about all of them at once. Oh, floppy with the short jab. Speaking of short jabs, Ooh. Evil Dead the game was released. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this that they had uh, gameplay coming. Uh, you can play as Ash, which I'm a big fan of because Bruce Campbell is a legend. He narrated the whole trailer. Uh, you can play as any of the heroes or a lot of the heroes from any of the Evil Dead uh, movies or TV series. Um, you can also, in the vein of Fre uh, Friday the 13th or Predator, also play a Deadite. So you are a four-player squad and you're trying to kill the Deadites or find the ancient Sumerian books and read so the Deadites disappear, or you're a Deadite hunting down all these sexy young teens. What did we think of this? I'm a massive Evil Dead fan, so I freaked out. I have one question. Yes. When are we streaming it together? Oh, we might have to give old McGuinness a call mm -hmm. and see if we can't twist uh, his arm. After being at work with him this week, you definitely need to give McGuinness a call. Good. Good. Yes, I think he needs to come back and, and do a one-off stream with us so we can all have a good time playing this bad boy. That, oh, there it is. I was Look say, at that. That's not his Cadillac. I think it's great that uh, the uh, the guy who did the voiceover for the Spider-Man PS2 games tutorials is getting work. Brayden, I will get out of this chair and beat the living crap out of you. I swear. I tell, No, but I tell you what, even though I'm not an Evil Dead person... Just hearing him do a voiceover for this trailer, I got nostalgia for that though. Oh, I was really? like, oh man, I want I want Bruce Campbell to narrate everything. Yeah, I want him to narrate my life. Is there a way we could get him recording? And then Ben walked into the yeah, yo she bitch that sort of stuff. Anyway, that was a nice surprise. Speaking of nice surprises, we had a little bit of an interview with Kojima next, um, and he announced the Death Stranding <coughs> director's cut. With the most amazing trailer of the whole weekend. It shows young Sam Porter Bridges deciding he needs to get in uh, Stealthy's way past some enemies. So he grabs a box, tips out oranges for whatever reason, and then tries to hide in the box. And uh, my household was scared because I was screaming so much. Uh, this was a beautiful little tribute to uh, another game that he might have done once or twice. But what I also liked was uh, while they're interviewing Kojima, he apologized for predicting the future so much and said he was going to make more fun games from now on. <laughs> so his next one's going to be an always online multiplayer shooter. Oh, is it? No. No, we're going to talk In about In the vein Kojima of Super Monkey Ball. A little bit later on. I would play. Um, so it's a Death Stranding director's cut, right? Yes. Who made Death Stranding? Kojima. Kojima did. Yes. With Kojima Productions. Yes. 
So is PlayStation. Isn't Death Stranding his director's cut? Huh? Yeah, I was thinking about this. Uh, it took a while for this thought to settle into my head. And I was like, okay, so is there more? Or is it like, is there just different things? Was this not his original vision? Because uh, traditionally, director's cuts come about when studios and higher-ups cut stuff out due to time constraints or other stuff that they want to come in or go out. I did have a thought with this as well. Is this just a dumbass name for, hey, this is the PS5 Enhanced Edition? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, hands down, that's exactly what it is. It is it, now it pl- can play at the thing that people on PC have been playing it like. Did yeah. you just say you could play it as Snake? Yeah, I was lying. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, I think, just a, a label to have people buy it again. It'll be the upgrade version. I will. This is Predator, man. Uh, then we had a look at Metal Slug Tactics. Now, Floppy, <laughs> did you play Metal Slug on the arcades I, when I, you were younger? I didn't. I saw it, but I never played it. Never played any of the 10 Metal Slug games? Not a one. Uh, so Metal but Slug... I somehow down. have a nostalgic connection to it. It's because of the, the uh, frame rate. So the animation... The reason Metal Slug is so popular is, yes, they were a fun game. It's basically a Rambo side-scrolling shooter. Um, but... This came at a time where sort of like 8 and 16-bit graphics on the arcades were really hitting their stride. Uh, and, and even now you look at it, I've got one of the Metal Gears, I think 7 on my arcade machine. If I plug it in, you'll actually be blown away. Metal Gear 7. Uh, Metal Slug, sorry. Uh, you'll be blown away at how amazing this artwork is. And, and that's what really appealed to it. And it was a fun game as well. So what they've done is they've taken that and just uh, made a tactics game. Yeah, look, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, I am keen as to see this. And it, I think you're right. I think it's more to do with the, the like the cutscenes and the anime style stuff. That's the stuff that I grew up with. Well, these weren't in the original one. No, no, but that's the style that I grew up with. And so I have a nostalgic connection yep, to anything right. that kind of looks like that. Mm. So a tactics game. I'm not a big fan of tactics games. Um, I didn't really play Mario Rabbids, which we'll talk about later as well. But uh, yeah, very much like Advanced Wars, which we'll talk about a little bit later on as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, tactic games, not really my cup of tea, but I might have a look at this one just because I have the nostalgia and it is recreated beautifully. Uh, Braden, um, anything to say there? Uh, nothing for me. I'm not a huge fan of like Metal Slug or anything. I think the first time I played it was when the arcade machine was still in Greenlight Comics. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not much of one for this sort of style of game. I like my XCOMs and stuff, but I haven't done many of the real pixely ones. Pixely ones. Um, they're real pixely ones. ones. Um, but uh, Dan almost creamed his pants when he saw this. So. Oh, yeah. gross. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, Jurassic World Evolution 2. <laughs> Floppy. Yes, I am in. Take, I love the first one. Talk to us. Uh, so first one came along. You're basically uh, park management, uh, but it's, it's way more exciting than it sounds. You get to uh, create a park. You get to build your own Jurassic Park. You get to have dinosaurs. You get to you get to run it. You have to accommodate for tourists and what they would like and make your park. Do you know successful. what tourists would like? What? No feathers, because feathers on dinosaurs are bullshit. We're not going to go back there again. It's just I, not going to happen. Just a weird side note. I just yeah. saw a scale picture of how big a pterodactyl actually is. Mm. They're terrifying. Yeah, they're huge. They're uh, massive. Yep. There's good reason I don't have one as a pet. 
because they're extinct? Yes, that, and also how terrifying they are. There's two reasons. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm Mostly super extinct. keen for this. A, uh, Jeff Goldblum narrating. He narrated the first one as well, as well as... Um, uh, what, st- hang on, hang on. As well as the guy that played... Um, what's his name? B.D. Wong. Oh, yeah. He's in it as well. They both narrated parts in the first one, as well as the, uh, the lady that played Claire in the newer Jurassic Ask World Dallas films. Dallas Howard? No? Gwen Stacy. What? No, that's no. Stone. No. Claire something? Spider-Man 3, my friend. Uh, anyway. Oh, okay, yes, yes. They all have parts in them. The game's great if you've ever played anything like a SimCity or, a, or a, 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 any kind of park sim or farm sim. It's essentially that with dinosaurs, yes, at one point you will save your game and let a T-Rex out just to see what happens. It's hilarious. Um, and I'm super looking forward to this one. Um, what's wrong with Jeff Goldblum? Nothing. Because He's an older man. I listened to it and I went, man, this is the worst Jeff Goldblum person I've like, ever it heard. It is Jeff Goldblum. And I went, no, it's not. I don't believe you for a second. Then I looked it up and went, okay, it is. His weird little interaction with Jeff Keighley beforehand was, it was strange. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to read it off the teleprompter. I'm going to read. And it's like, you're, you're off your rocket. Have, you ne- have you guys never watched Jeff Goldblum's show on the Disney channel? I haven't watched oh, it I've yet. I've not watched it yet. No. Oh, do it. Cause the dude is like a little bit cooked. <laughs> Like he really is, but he's a really eccentric, interesting fellow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I love that he's got a part to do with this. That's great. Then we had the big granddaddy announcement of the Summer Game Fest opening night, which was, of course, Elden Ring revealed. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is George R. R. Martin jumping into bed with I've forgotten. They're on the screen. Thank Bandai you, Namco from Software. Uh, to create a Souls-like game of like dragons and um, you know fighting with the swords. A lot of people are excited about this. I could care less, but that's just me. So uh, don't flame me too much. Uh, anyone excited about this? No, not really. Anyone? Not my jam. I mean, yeah, it's not my jam. Uh, Dan's excited about it. Doesn't give a shit about George Railroad Mountain being on it. Um, Railroad Mountain? Yeah, but... Uh, I yeah, met him. He's nice very guy. excited for it. it, it I, I have heard from a lot of people that they are excited about it because it looks like <coughs> Dark Souls meets Bloodborne. Like, right. it really, like, merges the two together. Is there... What's the difference between the two? I don't know, but they're saying that, so... Okay. I'm just presenting what I've been presented with. I think it looks... Look at that turtle's donger. I think it looks real pretty. Yep. And I think it's going to be a very good Souls-like game. Mm-hmm. Those games just aren't for me. Same. Because I just don't have the time. I like to think that I would if I had more time, but I You know I don't. that walking pot animation? Yeah. Do you mean like pot, like... No, no, no. There was a, a, a clay pot oh, okay. walking Sorry. on its hands. I was having flashbacks to <laughs> Teenage Use. <laughs> it was walking across the screen. I saw a meme where uh, it showed that and then Link in front of it with the sword... And uh, yeah, the pop was saying, oh, not so cocky now, are you, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, rupee! <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to talk about other reveals that uh, popped up. Uh, Planet of Lana. Now, a lot of people were really impressed with this. From my uh, research in, like, I just read some stuff, uh, all hand-painted. Uh, cool. Coming to Xbox and Steam in 2022. Okay. And I've heard it described as looking like a happy inside i'm so uh <laughs> oh, pleased that one. that is a thing yes. yeah this one looks, looks like a beautiful ghibli film yeah 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 it's all hand painted um which you can see there look at those leaves on that tree yeah that's amazing. amazing um look at that basically side scroller like inside uh but y- you just know something bad's gonna happen 
Oh, like, that thing's gonna die. That that cat thing. No, oh. that little, no, that little thing's gonna eat his face. I reckon, oh, the, I reckon it's gonna be a horror turn. I reckon the boy's gonna die. But if you go to about halfway through, Braden, you can see that there's sort of an alien invasion raining down, uh, and then they have to go through the dystopia, and I assume save someone. He reminds me of Esteban from uh, Mysterious Cities of Gold. Cool. Not seen it. It's a cartoon from the seventies. Sweet. That's why I haven't seen it because I wasn't alive. Neither was I. Yes, dickhead. You were, old man. Uh, Sky is coming to Switch on June 29th. I'm not sure if this was an actual announcement, but I love um, From Software. So, not From Software. Uh, that game company. <laughs> From Software. Yeah. This game would be amazing. They did Journey. That's a very different Journey. Uh, that game company who who did Journey, who I streamed on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. Cool game. Uh, I, this came out on mobile, I think, about a year and a half ago. I, uh, saw, I saw a thing about this being like, uh, the people who made Journey showed off their new game and that it announced, was released two years ago. Yeah, on mobile. Uh, but yeah, they constantly update it. Um, June 29th, it'll come out. I wonder if it'll be free to play because it's free to play on mobile. I wonder if they'll do free to play on Switch. I don't know. That'll be cool. I'd I'm pay money forward, for it. I'm looking forward to sitting down and playing it. Um, with yeah. a controller as opposed I'd, to on my phone. I'd pay money for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of paying money, Ubisoft. <laughs> they paid some money when they brought out Marion Rabbids Sparks of Hope. This was heavily rumored sort of like a day before the reveal that it got leaked. Uh, just over in our Discord, we've got a new channel called News and Rumors where I just paste stuff that I find. It's either... Internet stuff. Yeah, internet stuff. So a lot of rumors, but if it's sort of substantiated by a couple of different sources, I'll put it in there just for everyone to discuss. So if you want to join our Discord, you can. It's bit.ly backslash hackthedino with hackthedino having capital letters. Um, and you can join there or you just go to hackthedino.com and follow the links to the Discord. Come on in. It's fun time. Everyone's really cool. Uh, what did we think of Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope? I'm keen. I played the first one. I've never been an XCOM guy, not for any particular reason, just never did. Uh, but I really enjoyed playing the first one of this. I, I like the strategy side. I like the, the comedy with the Rabbids, which is not usually my thing. Mm -hmm. But when they, they sort of toned down, they watered it down because it's mixed in with the whole Mario side of things. Um, a lot of fun. I like the strategy of the games. kind of like playing chess with Mario. Mm. Braden, what did you think? I... This would have honestly been a really, really exciting moment when watching the miserable excuse of a press conference of Ubisoft um, if it hadn't leaked beforehand, which was really disappointing. Did Ubisoft leak? Oh, no, this game leaked. This Sorry. game leaked beforehand, yep. and everyone just sort of went, ah. Oh. And then you're watching the press conference, and you're waiting for it, you're waiting for it, you're waiting for it, and it's right towards the end, and you're like, man, this would have been really good. Just have a look at it, though. Look, I mean, obviously, this is a CG cutscene. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's running on a Switch, but as uh, I think Imran Khan said when he uh, was was tweeting throughout, he goes, gee, looks really pretty to run on a base model Switch, doesn't it? <laughs> because we haven't got a release date for this game yet, to my knowledge. Maybe we did in the Nintendo Direct. No, I don't no, think so. Think we have. No. So, you know, it, it's possible that this could be a pro title. I, yeah. Could be. Could be. Never know. It looks. It, this looks fun. It looks fun. I'm glad they're making more of them because I really like the first one. Yep, same. It just makes me think, if this looks this good, imagine how that Mario movie's going to look when it comes I out as well. I forgot they were doing that. Yeah. I hear they got Bob Hoskins to play Mario. No, that was a very different film. <laughs> very cool film. 
Anyway, uh, speaking of cool films, this sure wasn't. Jesus Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, the oh. game and movie that no one cares about besides the guy who's making five more of them. I like them. Really? Yeah. You like Pocahontas in space? Sure. Okay. What I, enjoyed, think of the game? I enjoyed the first game too. Uh, this game, actually, because again, no gameplay, CG trailer. Mm. Looked really cool. It, it uh, I think, I don't know if it's open area or open world. Um, I think there's enough there to have a, a really good living environment. I like how humans are the bad guys. Ben, I'd like to draw something to your attention. Oh, yes. You said you didn't, didn't know if it would be open world. Yep. Might I remind you who's developing the game? It's Ubisoft, mate. It is Ubisoft. It's open world. And it's Avatar. It will be an open world game. Do you remember the shitty <laughs> Avatar game from back in the day? You say shitty. I hated that game. I enjoyed it and played it. Through. I got it for Christmas. It was the only game I got that year. I well, you, well, you don't want well, you don't want it to be the only game you got for it the was, Wii. For the Wii, it was terrible. Yeah, I played it on the 360. Gee, so what's the Wii remote for? Um, when you put your tail into an animal, you got to get oh, two of the Wii remotes in, and you do this. You. you put the motion controller on the bottom. I tell you, what, I was so disappointed when this was their one more thing. I just. I, the, it was like, oh, okay, what's going on? We're getting this cool alien planet. Th and then the second it's recognizable as Avatar, I was just like, oh. It looked cool, though. Oh. And yes, it is a CG trailer. And we know if Halo Infinite's taught us anything is that we don't go by what trailers look like because trailers aren't built in engine. Mm. Um, if, if they can pull this off, if the game looks like this, if it's first person, whew. I would like this as a third person game because I like seeing your Navi. Yeah, which is your blue person. I enjoyed the film thoroughly. Like I still really enjoy it. Uh, the first game was cool because it Hang was on. just. Hey, Brayden. Yes. You know another person who really enjoys the Avatar films. Yes. Mr. Max Scoville. Yes. Kind He's the only other person. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. So we know and my two... pa, my pa like. We know two people who really like this film. Yeah. What kind of shirts does Max Scoville wear? Oh my god. What kind of yeah. shirts does Max Scoville wear? I feel like we're going to see a photo. The exact same thing. He wears the exact same thing you're wearing right now, Floppy. You know what? Have Pro we ever seen Floppy and Max Scoville in the same room? I unfortunately Probably have not. not. Are you seven foot three? It would be a great time. At right now? Yes. I'm sitting down. You can't tell. Cool. Anyway, enough of that shenanigans. Let's talk about other shenanigans like IGN Summer of Gaming, which happened and had very little <laughs> announcements. Mm. Uh, I actually didn't watch this one i didn't know it was on. really we've spoken about this before but doki doki literature club is coming to consoles with a physical release brayden you don't remember doki doki literature club i remember doki doki literature club i don't remember that ign were doing their own thing it went very much under the radar yeah. like GameSpot as well did their own thing did they yeah okay we i have, didn't know about any of those yep same time they're all happening concurrently <laughs> um doki doki literature literature club is a uh a dating sim virtual novel uh, where you are the protagonist and you have to talk to other friends and the decisions you make will determine which girl sort of falls in love with you. Um, and it's very nice and very wholesome. And then it takes a really twisted turn. And when I first played it, I didn't know that it was a horror. So I was just clicking through it, playing it. And then the turn happened and I went, oh, holy sh And I had to turn it off. And then I did some reading and I went back and finished it. And it's really ingenious. Like, um... It's actually a really, really cool game. So I do recommend you playing it. Uh, but yeah, Woo. Um, if you are, uh, 
it is very triggering. So I will give a warning to it, and I'm sure they'll give warnings as well. There are there are some really harsh uh, subjects in there, such as uh, self-harm and suicide. So maybe this is your warning then. Stay away from it if that's a, a triggering thing for you. But otherwise, if you, if you can handle that sort of stuff, yeah, man, uh, give it a go. It, it's a fun time. I played one dating sim before. Yeah. It was called Hatful Boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And you were pigeons. Pigeons? Yes. <laughs> that, that game rocked. Dan played this after I played it. Um, and he was yeah, messed up by it as well. I remember you guys talking about it and I was like, oh God, I, I would not be able to handle that. It sounds horrible. Yeah. For me. Uh, you know what's not horrible? Devolver Digital and some of their fantastic games such as Trek to Yomi. Did you see this? Yeah. Oh my goodness. This very much, this, I, thought I love of you. that thing at the bottom. Actual gameplay, not pre-rendered. Yep. Because I thought it made me think of Ghost of Tsushima when, in the black and white stuff that you dug. Yep, and like it's uh, got a sort of like a, a glare to it, like a Kurosawa film. And we all know I like those Kurosawa films. Coming in 2022, uh, it's a, a side-scroller, I think. Um, my goodness, this looks amazing. The music, which we I, can't hear at the moment. I had not seen this. This looks incredible. You haven't seen this? No. Oh, yeah, I this love the actual great. film grain and everything. This yeah. is great. Oh. oh, look at it. Oh, just yeah. amazing. Sorry for the podcast listeners, but this game, uh, Trek to Yomi, this looks amazing. I will 100% be playing this and yeah, I will be reviewing it. It looks amazing. I tell you what, if the camera was any lower right now, Ben would be, have to be saying sorry to the uh, viewers. No, it wouldn't. It's what they pay for. Patreon.com backslash hack the data. Is it though? Onlyfans.com backslash hack the Death's Door. This game looked real fun. I missed this one. Really? Yeah, I didn't see this. No, I, I was impressed by this so much. Uh, it's coming out this year that I actually put it on our fantasy critic. Ooh, oh, nice. Um, yeah. Oh, look at the little bird. Yeah, cool game. Uh, as far as I can tell, just an isometric type uh, dealio. Oh, he plays the bird. Yeah, and you, you beat up the bad guys. It's sort of like, um, what's that? What, what's Hades? What would you call it? A, uh, it's not a Metroidvania. It's isometric not a roguelike. Isometric action. Um, yeah, yeah. Isometric, isometric adventure. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I was really impressed by this game. Looks really cool. Music sounds really awesome. Um, give that a go. Oh, but look at Big Frog. Comes out July 20. <laughs> or as Game Boy Dad in the chat likes to say, ooh, that makes me moist. Don't say that word. We'll get demonetized. Um, then, of course, we had a little bit later on, I mentioned it earlier in the show, River City Girls 2 and River City Girls 0. Now, you remember in 2019, my game of the year was River City Girls. This I do game remember. This game was amazing. This is the limited run, um, <laughs> their conference, by the way. It was great. They kept cutting back to this game, Night Dive, and just showing like two seconds of it. Just going, update! And cutting to it. So dumb. Uh, Man, the game looks so different. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, limited run games announced River City Girls 2 and Zero during their presentation. Uh, River City Girls comes to the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and Switch and PC in 2022. River City Girls Zero is coming to the Switch later in 2021. Now, River City Girls uh, Zero is a prequel, clearly, uh, but it's done in the old 16-bit style art. Uh, oh, sorry, 8-bit style art. Where is that one? What was that? 32? I don't know. Triple NDL, will correct me. Um, More than likely. But yeah, really excited to see these games coming out. What did we think? You're going to jump on the River City Girls bandwagon? I think I will probably do what I do with most of those side-scrolling beat-em-ups is I really, really like them and I'll play them for a little bit and then I'll forget. Good. Cool. Braden, can I twist your arm? Um, I, I might try them out, but I, I, I appreciate the uh, aesthetics. 
I, I think I think they look like River City Girls, like that new one that you made your game of year and everything. Like I 100 appreciate the art style of that. It looks great. It was great, and the voice acting was. What's really good about it is they splice it with anime cut scenes, yeah. and they splice it with like modern audio. So while it looks mm. retro, it has some modern sensibilities coming into it as well. Nice. Uh, it's just a really nice mesh. I, I mwah, love it. Uh, something else I also no, not loved. I appreciated. I look. I called him a taxi in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda box in their conference. <laughs> you what in the what what yeah, you heard. It's called uh, Respect Floppy. What is it though? Uh, let's go through their conference. First up, we saw Back for Blood. Uh, more gameplay of this. What did we think? Or are we all sick of zombies? Uh, I'm not sick of zombies. I'm always a fan of zombies. But um, this looks really cool and I think it's going to do really well. It's not my kind of jam though. It's the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, yeah? yeah? It's something that I'll play for maybe a week or two with some friends, but I, I wouldn't put huge amounts of time into. But... It looks really good, and I think it's going to do really well. Right. Brayden, what do you think about zombies? I saw someone say that this is sort of the year of the Left 4 Dead likes. <laughs> like, there's quite a few of these That's games a, yeah. in production at the moment. Um, yeah, they're, they're not my deal. I like watching like streamers play them and stuff, because it's always really fun to have a, a group of friends play them and you know, get rowdy about them. But um, yeah, and uh, they did a. Um, they also did their big thing where they showed off the PvP side of it as well, which is you know straight out of Left 4 Dead as well. But um, yeah, I th I thought they did a great job with Evolve back in the day. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, if people who love Left 4 Dead give it their thumbs up of approval. Yeah, I, that's actually what I'm interested in see mm. see how well those who are fanatic about Left 4 Dead, which there's a really strong fan base. I wasn't. Yeah, there is. I, I was it's... really surprised how dedicated those fans are. It might not be a huge fan base, but it's a really fanatical one. Mm. Uh, then we had an announcement that all Yakuza games are now on Games Pass, with Yakuza Like a Dragon now on there. Um, and as Floppy mentioned at the top of the show, out of the 30 games that Bethesda and Xbox showed during this conference. 27 of them are coming to Game Pass. And half of them are Yakuza games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Yakuza games, hilarious. Uh, they're all... Um, that's the second guy in a cardboard box we've seen in this show. If you've got Games Pass, there is no excuse. You need to try Yakuza. Well, some out. people might not have 90 hours per game. No, no, just try one out. Try out a... I did try one out. Which one? I, I'm a Kojima fan. And the cutscenes got to me in this. Like, I had to stop playing after the first 45, 50 minute cutscene. Which one? Uh, what one was it? It was Kiwami or Kiwami 2? It was demo for one of the new ones. Yeah, it was, it was the demo for, I think, mm. 4? Like, so, demo for 4 was a remade. They re, yeah, yeah. Re remastered it. Kiwami or something. Yeah, I reckon no, that's No, Kiwami was 1 and 2. Oh, really? The they remake, got physical the releases. The remake one, that sounds right. That sounds like the one you had a demo for. There was a collection that had four, five, and... Uh, sorry, three, four, and five on it. Anyway, all I remember, there was a beach, there was an orphanage. He disappeared, and you had to walk around and talk to spirits in order to get the backstory. And then they just hit you. Like, I did one fight, and then 50 minutes later, all right. If the footage was still up, it's me sitting there just bored. <laughs> Can I play the game yet? I really like the Yakuza games. Um, I do love the story. I love the lore. I love the characters that carry through them. If you have Games Pass, check them out. Check out Zero or Kiwami first or jump ahead and check out Like a Dragon as it's got uh, different gameplay. Mm. It's more RPG? More turn-based RPG. Turn-based action instead of, you know, yeah. beat yeah. them up. Kind of yeah. like the Final Fantasy 15 style of stuff. Mm. 
Uh, Psychonauts 2 got announced. Well, uh, their that release date announced, obviously. It got announced before they were bought out. Uh, August 25th. Uh, again, didn't really grab me, but it looked pretty swell. That the I put face the creeps me out. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the face. Um, I will say, though, the, uh, the streamer who I was watching do live commentary of this um, freaked the hell out when they actually gave it a proper release date and everything. He was super excited, super loved the game, and I was like, okay, good for you. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So we never played Psychonauts 1, anyone? No. It's not, doesn't, never seemed as my jam, but... It looks um, great. I think it, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Again, no gameplay. Once oh, again, though, it's maybe got, it's got like a crazy cult following. It's got yeah. like the little interstitial bits in here where it's like kind of gameplay, but they're not showing off like HUDs and stuff, you know. Yeah. C cinematic camera angles of gameplay. Yeah. You, you might be confused into thinking it was gameplay, but we didn't really <laughs> see a lot of gameplay from anyone this year. Uh, we did see some gameplay, though, from Halo Multiplayer. And I've got to say, this looked pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Thank it, you, Floppy. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> drinking was right. Uh, it did look really polished compared to the last gameplay stuff we saw of Halo. Mm -hmm. um, they really needed to amp it up from the last time. And they did. They delivered. Like, they've gone off. They've worked on this thing. They've delayed it for as long as they, what, a year? Mm-hmm. Um, and they come out with a really polished looking piece of kit for the, for the multiplayer. And let's face it, like half of Halo is built up, like half of the fans of Halo is built up on the multiplayer. Absolutely. Well, they're also doing away with red versus blue as well. I didn't know that. I think I could be imagining this and that I'm pretty sure I am. You might be able to modify your armor to your own color ah, schematic. Okay. Um, I could be making that up though, so don't quote me on that. That grapple looks really cool. I can't. If anyone in the chat knows if that grapple has appeared in any other multiplayer of Halos, let me no, know. No, it hasn't. The grapple was new. No, it's oh, straight cause... out of uh, Just Cause. Yeah, it looks awesome. Like that adds this whole verticality to to the multiplayer thing, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, they they needed to, to come out big with this, and they needed to show something really weird. And I think they delivered. Now they announced coming holiday twenty twenty one, which is the end of the year. Um, no date yet, though. No date. So, do you think they're still apprehensive to announce it's coming out this year, or were they waiting to see when Horizon and Breath of the Wild two were coming out? I think that's more of it. I think they. I mean, part of me thinks they don't care, but part of me thinks that they also want to make sure it's not within like two days. Of this is other. Halo, though. You can't. Yeah, they need launch to do... it and then get swallowed by Horizon or Breath of the Wild. And I don't think they would. I think Halo's got enough of a, a backing and a following. That I don't think Halo players are Nintendo players. No. Like, I, I think you, if you're a Halo player, you enjoy Nintendo, but you're an Xbox person through and through. Yeah. Like, the Xbox fan base is rabid for Xbox, and they will play their Xbox stuff over anything else. True. Just generalizing all of you people out there who like Xbox. All of us number one fans. Yes. Like floppy here. Um, it's also announced that this might, the game itself, uh, Halo Infinite, won't have loot boxes in the main campaign, Excellent. which is great. Very good thing to point out. Yes. Uh, another good thing that we pointed out earlier was Sea of Thieves with their Pirates of the Caribbean crossover, which is out June 22nd and is out free now on Game Pass, so you can like play it for free. Um, and it's not just like <clears throat> a, skele uh, a character who looks like uh, an NPC. It's it looks like It's a full storyline with the full Black Pearl... Barbosa's in it. Uh, Davy uh, Davy Crockett. Davy <laughs> Davy Jones, maybe. Davy Jones. Who's Davy Crockett? Davy Crockett was the dude with the raccoon hat. Also, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> Davy Jones, also lead singer from the Monkeys, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's uh, in it. So I have no idea where it takes place in continuity. I'm just curious as to why they've got Disney Infinity characters in there. 
<laughs> so it's fun, funny thing, uh, the stream I was watching, they had uh, auto-generated subtitles on. And when it got up to the Sea of Thieves trailer, it starts and you're like, oh, it's Sea of Thieves. And then it says, quietly, Disney music plays. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I guess I know what this is now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, pretty good for free. Yeah. I, like, I actually really like the idea of putting a skull finding a skull and putting it on a body and it comes alive and tells you something that day. Really that's cool. cool. I, I like that um, little sort of gameplay but I mean, thing. That's I good. played a little bit of Sea of Thieves by myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Loser. You know, I think it's come a long way since launch, uh, as do these games of service. They need to continually update and eventually they get it right. I played I played a, a little bit at launch and I've also played it a bit later on with updates and stuff. Sea of Thieves is good. It is a good, solid game. If you've got a group of people you want to play with, it's good. Now that you've said the Disney Infinity thing, I can't unsee it. I know, right? Oh I God. like the Disney Infinity I thing. I also like I it, like it too. it's funny seeing it, see it like with everyone else. But I really it... enjoyed the art style. And Ultraman's <laughs> in it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what Ultraman's not in? Replaced. Which oh. was a game that came out. Well, a trailer they showed. A little bit of gameplay, maybe. But man, this game looked fantastic. Which one was this one? I got... Oh. Um, the trailer's about to play now. remember. It is. The entirety of Greenlight were going insane for Yeah, this, this is entirely my aesthetic. But if I were to play a side-scroller, it'd be this type of game. So we can see on the screen here a very red, old-school-looking computer with text on the screen coming into... Not pixelated, but pixelated-esque type uh, Pixel scenario. Pixel-based. Pixel-based. Uh, 24-bit. side-scroller, really cyberpunk music, really... Bassy tunes. The lighting effects on this are gorgeous. Yeah, I think that's what grabbed me the most. But like, this looks amazing. There's a bit in this trailer where there's like a low down shot, and you see like a um, an entire sequence, and it's kind of like wet and rainy a bit, mm. and like the light reflecting from the signs and stuff on the like puddles of water. Oh, it's gorgeous. I get like um, flashback vibes. Yes, yes, very much so. This bit. Look at the little bits of on the. Oh, it's just. I bet you Ross loved this. Oh, Ross died. Ross at Greenlight oh. died. Oh, Everyone no. is very excited. I'd like his uh, video game collection if it's not been taken by anybody. So, Ross, if you don't, no, rest, may you rest in peace. Sorry. No. Damn, can I have his flashback outfit? Uh, okay, sure. But yeah, this game looks great. I'm going to play this. I'm really excited. Looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. On Game Pass. On Game Pass as well. So, I will definitely play. I was so going to buy it. you've already it, got it. No. Well, not yet. It's not been released. Yeah, but you've already got it. You've got Game Pass. This is yours when, it's, uh, when it comes out. Can't wait. Looking forward to that. Uh, something else that uh, Brayden made sure he made a uh, very sporadic appearance in our Discord and ordered everyone to watch the Outer Worlds 2 trailer. Made a rare appearance. If, and you, if, you, if you haven't seen this trailer, you might be watching it and you might think, God, this looks generic. Mm -hmm. um, That's the I idea. implore you to go watch it and listen to the incredible voiceover because uh, they know exactly what they're doing with this. Uh, this is a hilarious trailer. Um, I think it does exactly what it sets out to do. Yep. Um, and it was just a real highlight for me. Now, uh, yeah, it was meta as hell and I'm here for it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, even if they don't release the game for another three years, which realistically they're not going to. Yeah, I can't see that. I can't see it being anytime soon. But yeah, I, I loved it. Have you watched this one, Floppy? Uh, I did, but it didn't really do much for me. Really? You didn't find this funny? Uh, no, I think it was amusing. I don't think it was cool. It didn't make me want to play it though. Okay. But I think, like, no, I'm not poo-pooing the game as well. Like, I think it looks amazing, and I think it's probably incredibly well done. It's just not my jam. I just think that that's shown why Floppy's coming last in the uh, Fantasy Critic. <laughs> Don't you run away, Brayden. 
I can run away whenever I want. <laughs> um, if you do want to run away, you can practice on Microsoft Flight Sim. <laughs> How it's which is coming out on Xbox zone. Series X. And yes, we got some Top Gun DLC coming now, Floppy. Cha, 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 cha. I put this in just for you. That's right, volleyball is going to be in yes, the Yes, I cannot wait to topless volleyball in Microsoft Flight Sim. And yeah. Look, how good does the flight sim look, first of all? It looked amazing. Like, how There were some, good. like the water in that shot that we just saw. I went, well, you have to double take. Yeah, yeah, I like wasn't sure if this was in-game footage. And then it would cut to something like that, and I'd go, ugh. But then it'd come back, and you ooh. That is a Porter Pilatus PC3. I love those planes. I've jumped out of those planes. Um, yeah, this looks phenomenal. And then when it pulled in with that the music from the, the, the Top Gun anthem, mm-hmm. oh... So good. Now, I did notice they showed an FA-18 Hornet, though. I'm hoping we get the F-14 as well, like from the original Top Gun film, and it's not just tied to Maverick, the sequel. You know a lot about planes. Do, uh, I, yeah, I saw Top Gun quite young and um, had a thing. For so Tom it's Cruise. available July 27, 2021. Floppy, are you going to pick this up? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, good, so we'll get a few... Like, I'm keen to play it, but I reckon I would That's an F-18 suck at Hornet. it really bad i am i hope that i can get i've got a flight stick with throttle and joystick i hope it's compatible because that would be cool uh game boy dad in the comments said wow floppy's gone full nerd oh mate you haven't even stayed seen nothing i was really wondering what would send you full nerd i did not expect it to be Uh, i did you didn't see him at the last toy fair when we're doing (laughs) our rounds and he came across two model planes still on their box right it's like me going to nintendo into (laughs) akihabara in japan it was not just model planes a one of them was blue thunder the other one airwolf there were two helicopters oh airwolf i know Airwolf, you know. Yeah. Airwolf was a TV show. Yeah, starring Jan Michael Vincent as Stringfellow Hawk. Uh, Two most whatever. ridiculously named people ever. One of them's Planes. real. Who gives a shit? Um, cars! Rue cars! Cars! This is phenomenal. This cars. looks amazing. Forza Horizon 5 is out, <sighs> taking place in Mexico. Um, who told you to, to pick this in the, uh, in the critic thing? It's almost like I should get a point for that. Um, I... Didn't get a point for it because I picked it as coming out next year. Did you? Yep. Well, oh, I have to adjust why, my Fluffy. my. Uh... I said we were going to get Forza Motorsport this year, and we were going to get a look at Forza Horizon announced for next year. That's right. And I told you it was going to be heavily. It was heavily rumored for this year, and you didn't listen to. And me. I went, Nah. The pattern says patterns. Yeah, rely on patterns because patterns. Patterns are set tried and tested. Patterns happen all the time. Um, so this game runs at 30, fr- uh, 30 FPS on X and S with the performance mode bumping it up to 60 FPS if chosen. So the performance mode is on to get it to look like this as we can see on the screen. So is, is that going to be like performance versus fidelity? Yeah. Um, and ray tracing is only in the cutscenes. It won't be in the gameplay. Um... Now, this is something from Dan Stapleton from IGN, which I found interesting on Twitter when he was talking about Forza Horizon 5. So the Forza, Forza Horizon actual release date is November 5th. It gets a price drop from $80 to $60 and is out on Game Pass on the fourth day of release, not the first. Why would you announce that now? What? He didn't announce it. That's what? He's a journalist. He looked into it. What? Okay. So basically they're saying... No, no, it's why would anyone let that know now? That seems a really weird... Ignoring thing. the journalism and discovering it, why is that a decision they're making? I don't know. Not just that, but even if it is a decision they're making, 
Why did they let that get out? That seems like a really weird business but decision. It hasn't been picked up by anyone. So Dan Stapleton's like the head of content of IGN. Yeah. Uh, and his tweets start off with, oh, I hate announcing this sort of stuff. Because no one came out and said it. And because of his journalistic integrity, came out and, and told everyone via tweet, not on his website. Look how good that looks. Yeah, it looks great. So, yeah, just a bit confusing as to what's actually going on here. It's an odd thing. I... Mm. It'd be interesting to see what I had happens. a realization as we were watching the Forza stuff and they went into the whole multiplayer thing. My real bet on prediction on E3 shouldn't have been real car. <laughs> I was very hopeful for online service, um, like over Zoom, basically, like pre-recorded stuff. Real car. For a real car. My safer bet should have been awkward online multiplayer gameplay fake out thing. Yeah. yeah. I hate these things. Do you think maybe that the $80 one is Xbox Series X and $60 is Xbox One? Uh, I'm not and sure, because got... they've just announced today, uh, was it today or yesterday, that um, they're bringing Xbox Series X games to Xbox One via a cloud. Yes. You know, they said this is actual gameplay captured on a Series X too. That looks... It looks pretty good. Um, Dylan, the villain in the chat says, spoiler, you'll need at least, at least 110 gigs on your console oh, oh, oh. to play this. That was for a flight sim. Oh, was that flight that sim? That flight sim. Oh, okay. Flight sim is bonkers Woo. huge. Yeah. But you know what? I get it. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, I'll take this moment to plug, um, if you like cars... Uh, we just went and saw Fast and Furious 9 as MMT, so go <laughs> check out our review. I have questions for you after. Yeah. Were there real cars? So many. Oh, they struggle to stay on the ground though they were that real so real just like the real cars so yeah do you know what else is real this this game when when it comes out it's Arcanine. real, it's real a, on some some platforms yeah it's a new IP from Arca, uh, from Ar- Arcanine <laughs> it's a new okay. IP from a Pokemon Ar- a big tiger Pokemon which shoots fire uh, oh we're going to Starfield we're not that going was- to that right that's what's next in the run sheet. All right, all right, let's go Starfield. Yep, let's Starfield. Do that. Let's not let Ben jump things because he's not reading his run sheet that he wrote. Do you love? Did you love the seven and a half billion dollar sandwich? I did. That was great. Uh, it's been described as Skyrim with Han Solo in oh. space. <laughs> That's oh. how they described it. There's those catchwords. Um, it's an Xbox exclusive, which puts rest to the rumors that, uh, or oh, maybe Bethesda will be able. No, nah. <laughs> Xbox is going. No, nah, this is this is ours. You so, want to buy one of our machines? Did you see the thing today? The apology. He apologized the apology. for it, <laughs> and he basically just said, "Yeah, it sucks, but that's that's the situation. That's, that's what it is, dude. That's, that's Sorry, deal. deal we've been dealt. Yep. Yeah, that fair enough. Like they you, paid so, billions of dollars. I mean, if you have a PC, you can play it. Yeah, like so. Do not stress too hard. It does, however, mean for someone like Sarah at Greenlight, um, she was incredibly disappointed because now she either has to get a really high-end PC to be able to play this or buy an Xbox, and she sort of doesn't want to do either. For one game. So she's probably not going to. Well, she's got at least two years to think about it because realistically, it's not coming out. <laughs> it's not coming out in 2022. Uh, but it will be day and day on Game Look Pass. Look at it. Which is pretty cool. Look at that. That is like a movie. Do you guys I'm... also see the, the apparent Easter egg for Elder Scrolls 6? No. no. What was that? I read about it. Didn't oh, was it on it. the dash? So on the dashboard of it, there's this one tiny shot. I think and we're like, covering it. Someone zoomed in like crazy. And uh, apparently there's a little indentation in the dashboard that looks suspiciously like one of the maps from Elder Scrolls. I don't know. Really lame, ner- nerdy Sherlock shit. 
that people are pulling. So are you talking to someone who uh, just geeked out about a flying plane? No, I'm talking about the I people. Know, I suppose all these non-flying planes. I'm talking about the people who go <laughs> frame by frame and zoom in on every single pixel of these trailers. Yeah, that's fair enough. 11th the 11th, 2022. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Come on. No it's a very chance. specific date, like Remembrance Day. It's weird. Yeah, no chance. Uh, okay, now we're on to... Arca- uh, I almost did it again. Uh, someone say that word Arcane Thank you. has come at us with uh, new IP Redfall. Yeah, first-person shooter, four-player co-op. I reckon it'll look really, really cool. I'm down for this. Like, but again, I, it was a trailer. I love, I love How the... How cool is that sniper? I love the style of it, though. Like, the magic chick, she's awesome. You know what I really liked? Besides the British guy, him, everyone had a really cool character and a really strong character come through. Yeah. And uh, you get where all of them are. They've all got chemistry with each other really well. And they're all likable. Yeah. Seems very kind of Borderlands-y. It does. It does. Which is not a bad thing. Like, I think Borderlands is great. And that four-player co-op that they had there with the different uh, um, types of, of, of characters that you can have worked super well. And I think this is doing the exact same thing and hitting the same nail on the same head. Yeah. Uh, I'm keen to see more of this. I think it, it'd be good. Vampire things threw me a bit. <laughs> Do we think maybe Very a hero? Glad it's not zombies. <laughs> yeah. uh, possible hero shooter. Hey, as well. Possibility I mean, for that. I, I can see it. Like if if people really get into it, like yeah. it, it's definitely a very easy way to push the series if yep. they want to make it a series. Yep. Um, yeah, I think they're exploring some really cool concepts with this. Like it looks really cool. The whole vampire cult uh, side yeah. of things like allows for some really interesting stuff. Um, I was really surprised when it was vampires and i thought oh it's cool and different i like it yeah no uh, i like that the vampires weren't sparkly and that's all i need they weren't sparkly no uh <laughs> i did like the way they were together as a team as well again really strong characters mm. in this trailer which is what i was really impressed with something i wasn't impressed with was square enix uh <laughs> coming God. to town with their conference oh boy now they pretty much immediately followed up Bethesda's Xbox. Um, so they had a tough task ahead of them, I, I think it's fair to say. Man, this was rough. <laughs> okay. Controversial opinion. Yes. Not a good conference, but Guardians of the Galaxy, my most uh, anticipated game from this. Really? That it's the is one I'm excited the most about. Wow. Out of all of E3. Huh. Did Square Enix show off anything else? Yeah, it was Not after much, the 20 minutes. Not much, no. We'll get into it. Uh, so first up, for the first 15 minutes of their 40-minute conference, <laughs> uh, we had Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy revealed. Uh, now, we knew that they were making this for a while. We just didn't know what it was. Um, Troy Baker is apparently playing Star-Lord because it looks is exactly it? like him. Really? No, it just looks I just, like him. I was like going to say, I thought it looked like him, but yeah. I, I haven't looked up the cast yet. I'm, no, it's not him. I'm really stoked they've gone more the comic route than the movie route. Yeah. Yeah, super stoked. Uh, it's a single-player game. You play Star-Lord. Uh, single-player. Yep, that's good. Story-driven campaign. Yep, I'm here for that. Can't wait. Apart from that, I, I personally didn't really care. I really like the fact that you can do combos with the other guys. Kind of like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, where you, as Star-Lord, will combo with, say, Groot or Rocket or Gamora or Drax or something like that. Whoever's near you and you can do like special attacks and things like that with them. Now, one thing I did like about it as well, those combos are reliant on how close your bond as a team is. Yes. You have to interact with each of the members of the Guardians and make sure you still have a cohesive unit and that you're all 
on the same page and, and working together. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. one interesting cool. aspect that they brought to this it. Is, like this is why I'm so jazzed about this. That and the fact that I'm pretty sure one of the writers from the game is one of the writers from the comics. Dan Abnett. From back in the day. Mm. Which means the story is going to be, it, well, it was, more than likely going to be cool. Yeah, so Dan Abnett was one of the ones who sort of brought Guardians of the Galaxy to be what it is now. Exactly. Because um, it used to be, did like, you back know, when they first did it, it was... Jeez. Did you know Have Guardians you of the Star Galaxy Lord's started in 1969? Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Kaiju's got uh, Star Lord's first yeah. appearance. Um, yeah, Star Lord's original costume. Yeah, that, that's not a good look. This is going to be like full of banging 80s uh, like hits for the soundtrack. I don't it, know, but it, it is. It is. Did you guys? What, uh, like, it was. The, uh, you need a hero. I need it? a hero in this. Well, and I need a hero in the gameplay, which they showed off, which was extensive. Yes. Um, they when he does like a special move where the team gets all powered up and stuff. Um, there was another song underneath that. I can't remember what it was. Incidentally, you guys see the uh, trailer for the new He-Man. Uh, no, I, series. I did. I, I put it. We on will TV watch that after. Life. We'll we'll watch it after the show. <coughs> you, you at home can watch it. No, we won't. I love. Again. I love the logo. The logo looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is my most anticipated game. I cannot wait. I've pre-ordered it already. Oh wow! Okay. I hey, I'm similarly. Uh, I'm gonna be voting with my wallet. Um, the fact that they have gone, hey, okay, we're listening. We're gonna make a single player campaign. There's not multiplayer, always online shit in it. Um, I'm voting with my wallet. I'm gonna pick this game up because I want them to be doing this. They went and said, "We learned from Avengers." That's good. That's like you can ask, really. you know, you own that shit. You fucked up. You own it, you learn from it, and you do something better, and you tell people. That's that's great. That's awesome. So th this is actual gameplay we can see here. Um, for They're the fighting action. a blob. Because um, yes. uh, Dylan in the chat just wrote, apparently it's first-person shooter, not 100% sure. There are cutscene-y, sequence -y bits that are from Star Wars' perspective, but I don't think that's going to be a lot of the game at all. No. I love how they incorporate these little jet boots and so you can do those little scooch and little dashes. That's mm. cool. Um, and when all the little menus started coming up, I had this initial panic where I went, Oh no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be into that. And then I was like, wait a second, I've been playing Ratchet and Clank where I'm like in the weapon wheel constantly. So, so the cool thing about this, see the HUD there? Is clean as heck. But it's when you're in the combat that you have the options for the your things like your combos and stuff. Mm. But then when it's not needed, it's not there. I think it's great. Yeah. Oh well you you've both got me more intrigued. I was ready to write this game off, personally. But uh no, I'd be interested to see I'm how you guys I'm, go. I'm cautiously optimistic. I like that Dylan's gone, wow, that's cool. I'll be getting this then. Awesome. Give it a shot. And if Fantasy Critics taught us anything, that uh, Dylan the villain is really good at picking good games. Uh, which is why he didn't pick Avengers when it first came out. <laughs> Brayden. Hi. Talk us through Wakanda. Do you guys want to know about Avengers? So, um, Sure. So, funnily enough... Uh, no news on Spider-Man anywhere. Yeah, when he was he supposed to be here. I mean, I understand. They never pandemic. announced when, but boy howdy, this game is dying. I've yeah. given up on this. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing any more from this game after this Wakanda edition. Um, we've got someone doing their best, um, well, maybe their best, uh, impression of... Um, oh, what's his name? Chadwick Boseman? Uh, no, uh, of... Uh, T'Challa? Uh, the other guy. Claw? Um, no. Uh, the guy... Um, Andy Serkis? Uh, no, uh, he, he saw Guerrero in Star Wars. Um, oh, um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he's doing his best Forrest Whitaker impression, which is not that good. Um, <laughs> and it's really awkward because it's, it's just... It, he walks in and you see like half his face for like a couple frames there and you're like, 
it still feels weird because, you know, Chadwick Boseman just passed away and yeah. this, a lot like it is weird. So why have they gone that route? But yet Claw looks so different. Claw looks exact, but Claw looks also just like um, Andy Serkis does. Just no, he doesn't. He, he, he's got a little bit more of a beard. But they did that with the main characters as well. Remember that was the outcry? Yeah. Like pick it's, a will, pick a lane, either go for the likenesses or don't. It's really strange. I think his suit looks fine. I, like I think actually from what we saw of this, it looked a bit clunky. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a fluidity to all the movements. It still looked... Like, see how Shuri's moving there? It's very fast and jagged. Mm. There's no smoothness to it. <coughs> um, I, and I just... Uh, I, I don't think it's ready. <laughs> like, I, I think if this that, is the trailer they're showing, I, I don't think it's ready. I like this reveal of Claw actually being a big, crazy weirdo dude. Like in the comics that he yeah, actually is. But, um, yeah, I think we are watching the end at this point. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of the <laughs> end... It's uh, the end of the, the world end. as we know it. This thing will never end. Uh, Final Fantasy end. Pixel Remaster was announced. Now, what I loved about this is Brian Altano tweeted um, some footage of some streamers co-streaming it. And they were really excited that Final Fantasy, was it, 1, 2, 3, and 4 were being remastered in pixel form. Uh, they were coming out. They were really, really stoked, really excited. Then it got to the end of the trailer and it said... Coming to Steam and mobile. <sighs> and that is when, what <laughs> the f- and, like, got up and walked out. And it was, yeah, I, I feel it. Why would you do that? Like, money. Ha- how is this not on Switch? Yeah. What how is it doing? not on everything? It'll run on everything. Like, I don't, like, but not Switch? Yep. Really? Yep. Like, just mobile and Steam. Why? I don't know. It is the craziest business decision, I, I think. Square Enix didn't have a lot of good business decisions this E3. Um, Babylon's Fall was a good example of that. (laughs) Now, when this was released, there was some hype about it because people were interested to see what it was. Like, from memory, it was more of a... a, Not a a Souls-like, but it it was certainly not the game that we saw. What we saw was a very, very different game than what we've seen previously. Uh, From what I can tell, it was a four-player co-op with rumours saying that it was changed to that because they saw how popular Monster Hunter was uh, and how quickly it took off in the West and went, oh, change it to that. Yeah. We, we want that. We want that. We want a live service multiplayer game. That's yeah. how all the best stuff gets made. Yeah. Oh, co- just copy that. We'll, we'll take that. Uh, so a lot of disappointed people with this. Anyone else want to add their thoughts on Babylon's I think, Fall? I think people should start really listening to people and going, hey, maybe these live service, always online multiplayer games aren't really the way to go. Maybe, well, maybe just that shouldn't be the majority of One things. One has worked. One has worked. Destiny. Yeah. Destiny's worked. No. Even, and the division to an extent. But I mean, the games, the Toys to Life uh, whole genre that came out. Yeah. You had... Uh, the, what was the one that, first one that came out? Skyland. Skyland, yeah. That worked really, really well. And then Disney came out, and that worked pretty well as well. Thing I mean, obviously, they, they ended it, but... They did it every year, though, and they bled it dry. Correct. They, they overhyped it, but like it had some longevity to it. It had some popularity. It had more than one series mm-hmm. that was popular. There was like seven of those going on. Well, even Amiibo came because of it. And yeah. then by the time the Lego came out, oh, it was done. It was that done. Lego was awesome, but it was way too late. Yeah, yeah. And, and too, too expensive. expensive. Oh, Snap. God. Yeah, it was Lego. It was always going to be expensive. But... You know what I mean? Like, Destiny's been the only one of these games of service that to actually stayed. succeed. Yeah. Um, they need to stop. It's done. All right? Avengers couldn't do it. Your individual IP's not going to do it. So just stop it. All right? You heard it. Mr. Square Enix. Stop. Bring me Chrono Trigger. Just give me another Chrono Trigger game or and a remaster. Just it, re-release it. 
Stop. Uh, and then we had Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin by and Team Ninja. Winner for worst title goes to... Oh, yeah. Stranger of Paradise. Uh, I see, I keep means. thinking of Strangers in Paradise, which is a comic by Terry Moore. Yeah. Infinitely better than I what this was. I saw a movie was. called Strangers in Paradise once. Uh, so this is a Souls-like. Um, they had a limited release demo, which was available straight after the conference. That was corrupt, and you couldn't download it for the first day and a half. <laughs> well, you could, but you just couldn't play it. Oh, classic. Uh, so a lot of people are excited about this. Good on them. Not for me, um, even though this was one of my picks, and I got a full point for it. So, uh, so, so someone, someone online I saw with like the three characters, the three main characters there. It's like the main character with the big, 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 big sword there. He looks like the, someone accidentally hit okay on the default character. <laughs> and they spent all their time customizing the guy who's got the pink hair and he looks wacky and doesn't fit in the cutscenes whatsoever. And then, and then by the shirt. time they got to the third guy, they went, I can't, I don't care. Just hit a preset. <laughs> so this is also a prequel to the first Final Fantasy. Yep. Okay. I don't know. Odd choice. It's a Souls-like. It'd be interesting to see, but... Will yeah. it? Well, I mean, the demo's out. We could always play it, but... Sure. If it's working, I'm assuming it's working now. But I think the demo not working just encompasses all of Square Enix Conference. They, they didn't have the best showing. No, they didn't. Um, yeah. Nintendo time. You're right about those characters. That's hilarious. Uh, now, the Nintendo Direct went for 40 minutes, well, 38 minutes. Uh, it's the only company that had a majority of gameplay uh, for game announcements. And there's, like, so many coming out this year. They focused on games that were coming out this year. They had substance. Uh, wasn't expecting much heading in, but I was actually really, really happy when it came out of it. So We, we actually had a discussion about that in our little Discord channel, didn't we? Yeah. We talked about uh, trying not to build things up mm. and your expectation levels because you know, you, if you're constantly putting expectations of what you're going to uh, see or, or find, you're, for a majority of the time, you're not going to hit that. And it's actually quite demoralizing. Mm. So we can see on the screen here, uh, Kazuo uh, Mishima announced for Smash Brothers Ultimate, who is from Tekken, the main dude from Tekken. Now, a couple of shows back, I spoke about how Tekken 8 was my very first Tekken game, and I asked the question, mm -hmm. what is it with Cliffs? And Triple Indy in the chat, who is a massive fighter and Tekken fan, said, yeah, throwing people off Cliffs is sort of a theme in Tekken. <laughs> and then we saw this trailer where he is just throwing everyone off a cliff, and I laughed my ass off. I thought that was great. Um, I thought it was great, but I thought it went for way too long. It did. Like, they could have done with the trailer and then that's it. So Sakurai announced a, uh, a direct specifically for uh, Kazuya uh, in the next week, I think. Um, but yeah, great trailer. Great little comedy spot with Kirby at the end. Uh, it was good, but he he's coming soon. Mm. Uh, Life is Strange Colors is coming to Switch on September 10th, and the remaster of the original game is coming later this year. Braden, you played that game? What? Life, Life is, strange. is Strange. Oh, yeah. Uh, Life is Strange. I like. I'm glad they're doing a remaster, even though some of the shots don't really look like there's actually any sort of remastering going on. It, it looks the same. Yeah, it, it looks basically the same. But, uh, you know, I think that's like the art style doesn't really I like harken the... to a HD release. But... I was confused as to what it was because of the, an the way they introduced it with an anime. Yes. Yeah, they did an animated sequence and you're like, oh, all the characters together. And it's like a... It's like uh, there's a sequence in the new one where the old characters come. I to think it, or it was something. just marketing. I yeah, think it was and just it was a released just, anime. It was weird. Like the anime wasn't that polished. No, it was it was a weird thing. Um, um but yeah, and then uh, yeah, so we get a <coughs> HD re 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 release of uh, the first two, and then we get the new one coming soon. 
But does that sort of mean that um, the spoiler alert, mm. the uh, correct ending is the one where they screw the town? I believe so. I think they. Sorry. I think they've. That's the out, canon ending. I think they've said that, haven't they? All oh, right. I thought they came out and said that at some point. Um, yeah, I find it weird when these games with multiple endings come out and go, "Hey, this is the one," and then like half the community's like, "Oh, well, I guess I don't matter." Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mario Party Superstars was announced, which is Nintendo 64 boards remastered from Mario Party 1 to 3 and is out October 29. They kept this under their hat pretty well. This is cool, though. Yeah, it's a nice uh, little one. It's the Mario Kart 8 of Super Mario Party. I just really hope they've taken out the games that thrashed your uh, joystick and burnt an imprint of the 64 controller into the palm. Uh, How many 64 controllers got screwed because of that game? To this day, you pick up Nintendo 64 controllers and the toggle just goes boom. Bloom. So this isn't just Bloom. DLC or anything. No, this is an entirely new game. But it's still just the new Mario Party with the old stuff. Correct. The old boards remastered in the new Mario Party, but they've integrated online play in it. Uh, and apparently oh, the that online swimmingly. No, apparently it worked really, really well with Mario Party. Yeah. Like okay. people were actually really surprised with how well it worked. Cool. I guess I... because Mario Party you can sort of stall for lag. Yeah. It's not like. You know, Mario, um, was it New Super Mario Brothers, which had the online play, was awful. Yeah, well, I guess for the mini games it would actually be quite important, but like for the rest of the game, it wouldn't, because it's all turn-based. So, mm. But yeah, the mini games, that'd be interesting to see how that was. Then we had Metroid Dread announced. Woo! You're excited about this one, Floppy? Yeah, I am. Do you know the backstory behind it? I do not. You don't? No, I've never actually sat down and played a Metroid game, So, but I've always wanted to. And so when this came out and it was a side scroll, I was like... Fuck yeah, I'm This in. is the part here. When it came out and said Metroid 5, yeah. I went, oh my goodness. So I've got a little um, diatribe here from Wikipedia which sort of explains why the fuss about Metroid Dread. Um, why the fuss? Why the fuss? The title Metroid Dread first appeared in 2005 on internal That's Nintendo so software list of key DS games set to be announced in the future. This led to the expectation that it would appear at E3 convention 2005 or 2006. Metroid Dread is the only game on the internal software list that has not yet been released. It was to be a 2D side-scrolling video game and the sequel to 2002's game Metroid Fusion. By late 2005, rumours spread that Metroid Dread was cancelled or placed in development hell. The game was listed in February 2006 issue of Official Nintendo Magazine with a release date of November 2006. The March issue listed a general 2006 release date with a suggestion to look to E3 that year for further details, but the game never appeared at the convention. And like IGN reported on it and all these game sites reported on it and it just went silent. Yeah. And then for them just to bring it out, uh, now for the Switch is sort of like a pretty cool... like. Cool deal. There was no leaks, no hints, no nothing about this, was there? No, but I, don't I mean, you, seeing anything. you do look at the gameplay. Oh, there was rumors of a 2D Metroid, but um, everyone just sort of went, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No one yeah. knew that it was actually Dread. Yeah. You look at it, and I can see how it was a DS game. Like, looking at this you, footage, you yeah. can see. You can see it being developed for a DS. Hearing that story, one, it makes me go, okay, well, I understand why people freaked out about it now. I understand. Well, like why people cared because I wasn't particularly partial to it or anything. It also explains why it looks like that, yeah. and I think it sort of it gives it a bit more of a reason or an excuse. But like I understand, yeah. Mm. Uh, I personally think, like, just my own personal opinion. There's no evidence to suggest this. I think the pandemic hit, and Nintendo went, "What have we got?" 
and that- this was sort of almost done. Like all of the major work was done. They just had to sort of tinker here and there so they had something to release. That- and yeah, it sounds like a good conspiracy, at least. I mean, they didn't mention it, but it's the 35th anniversary of Metroid this year as well as Zelda. They Ooh, just sort of ignore weird to Metroid. not mention that. Well, they don't like Metroid. Nintendo doesn't like Metroid. It's sold okay in the yeah. West. Horrible seller in the East. Weird. Like, in Japan, it's it's awful. No one likes it. No one wants to play it. It does okay over here. but Strange, isn't it? Cause yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. It's a really cool franchise. Although, having said that, I'm not a fan of Metroidvania. So, <laughs> I own Metroid 1. And two, three? Yeah, and three. Holy crap, I own a lot of them. Might as well get number four and then have this one. Maybe. Probably not. I've got the Primes as well. Gee, I think I own all the Metroid games. Are you sure you're not a Metroid fan? you're a Nintendo fan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, first party Nintendo things I just snap up. Uh, Speaking of first party Nintendo, WarriorWare, get it together! (laughs) Yeah, yeah! Have you played WarriorWare, Floppy? I have. I played it on the Wii. Holy crap, I spent so much time playing this. It's a lot of fun. It's actually one I can play with my kids, with my younger kids. From memory, the Wii version came out just as my daughter was born. So what... uh, Parker's mother and I used to do would be play WarriorWare when like she went down for a nap. Yep. Man, it's such a fun game. Um, this one's got two-player co-op and is out September 10. What I find interesting about this is Nintendo sent out a survey like last week asking people if they like WarriorWare. <laughs> and so, Man, just in case it's, just if, if they got a resounding no, they would be like, oh, we'll just shelve that. We yeah. Won't. How well is this going to sell? Like, yeah. His cast of characters are really popular as well. A lot of people have, have written fan crap about all the the sort of characters who appear within the game and nice. the two-player co-op i think it'd be really good i'm, I'm gonna pick this up I, i'm a big fan one of my uh one of my friends uh she's a big warrior wear fan and she literally lost her mind when this was announced i said she's 27 by the way she's like oh, i've been waiting for a warrior wear on the switch my whole life her whole life <laughs> I was like, yeah whole life Right? Whole life floppy. Genius decision to give it co-op as well. Yeah, oh, I perfectly agree. Like that's that's genius. Uh, okay, we're going to skip ahead to Advance Wars One and Two reboot uh, because Advance Wars was a very popular tactics type game. Advance Wars One and Two they go for a very high price on the old Game Boy Advance. Um, I own one of them. <laughs> Which I got, you know, yeah, but yeah, very high price. They're very sought after. Really good decision to bring these back. Uh, they were developed by Way Forward, who also did the Ducktales remaster on the Wii U ah. and the PS3. Oh, you don't like that one? Uh, fantastic remaster, <laughs> and this looks awesome. This looks really, really great. Again, it's a tactics game. Not a big tactics fan, but it has a huge install base. And when this was announced, I was actually really surprised. Even though I myself wasn't that excited for it. I'm excited that actually people get to have these remakes of the mm. game that they, they love. Speaking of things they love, time for some Zelda news. Now, the old rapscallions threw a little spanner in the works and said, oh, the following announcement will be the last one for today. And we got the Age of Calamity expansion pass announcement. <laughs> oh, really? That's what they're going to end on? All right. So it's out June 18th and November 21. Then EJ Anuma was back with his black background, and I went, oh, no. Not the black background. No. <laughs> so no. It's not a good sign. Um, he announced but it the, was. the Game & Watch. This thing's great. Yeah. Can I tell you, they have done everything on this that I said was missing from the Mario one. Yeah. A, a stand on the back. Yep. Uh, a timer. Yep. And um, a fourth game. Well, they didn't even have... You had two games on the other one. All right. 
So, yeah. so they, no, they class it as two games. They class it as three programs because they said two games and a clock. No, oh, yeah. well, like it needs four things. Yeah. Well, this one has you got Zelda one, uh, the Adventure of Link, Zelda two, and you've got uh, the Game Awake. Boy version of Link's Awakening. And you've got yeah. What's the other one called? Uh, it's called Zubop Zip Zip Pop. Yeah. Anyway, I've grabbed this. Really, really happy. Uh, in my notes, which I was writing live while I was watching this conference the morning after it aired. Holy shit, yes. That's it. Vermin. Holy it's called, shit, yes. It's called Vermin, and it's out November Vermin. 12th. Yeah, uh, You um, might want to jump on it if you do want one. Pre-orders are open now. Don't um, leave it too long. Get, if, grab it. If anything's going to go the way of like the Mario Scalpers. one, it won't be long. Yeah, but you can get the Mario one now. They're relatively cheap too. They're like 80 bucks. Yeah, well worth it. I probably won't take mine out of the box. Oh. <laughs> well, <I've, laughs> how many copies of the game do you need? I'll find someone that can sell you just an empty box. No, I want it mint in the box. Uh, then the big, big, turd in the big box. old surprise. Breath of the Wild 2 release. In... What were you surprised about? That they showed anything? <sighs> that they showed anything, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got here break down the trailer, but we are running a little bit long, so we probably won't break down the whole thing. I just want to talk a little bit about it. Um, there's heavy rumors that it might tie into Skyward Sword a little bit. Uh, really? There's a possibility that who we think is Ganondorf there may be Demise who was the villain in Skyward Sword. I... Is that the guy who does the weird tongue-licky thing? No. No, that's someone else. I had a rumor that we may play as Zelda. Nah, well, see, that was my thought at the start because during the trailer, you never saw the player's face. You're not you... the only person I've heard say it, though. Yeah, I know, but looking at it, see, you can see on links... I've gone back and watched this a lot of times. <laughs> you can see here um, with that thing going on the arm with the nails. That's why I first thought, oh, hang on. That looks... But then the other footage you see, um, it's very much uh, that the arm thing is is scarred up, whoever this person may be. Mm. Now, what I do think is going on here is a bit of time travel. Okay. I think maybe they're going to bring some Ocarina of Time type uh, uh, physics to it. Remember okay. in the, the Eighth Temple or the Seventh Temple on Ocarina of Time, the, the <laughs> desert? You had to finish, you had to do the first half as adult Link, then go to young Link, go back there, and finish the temple as young Link, and then go back and, and as I've never Link. finished it, but okay. Yeah, really? Fake fan, everyone. Um, yeah. I'm <laughs> I mean, an Xbox biggest fan, mate. Yeah, that's what true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, Love coming out Zelda 2022. On now, I have to be honest, I mentioned to this to the uh, gentleman, the, the, the people before the show. Um, <laughs> I had Breath of the Wild 2 in my fantasy critic uh, picked as coming out this year. And Floppy and I were always in contention. Look, deep down inside, I knew it wasn't coming out this year. He says that now. So a week before E3, I quietly dropped Breath of the Wild 2 from my fantasy critic and didn't mention it to anyone because if it was announced for this year, I was going to put it back without anyone jumping in. But because it's not, <coughs> boom, it's gone. And I'm safe, baby. I still have a counter pick as it not coming out this year. Well, you've got a nice zero for that one. Yep. Just like all your other picks. And one's got a minus 14, I believe. Good picks, Floppy. Yep. So, uh, to round up... a lot of great games that are just aren't coming out this year. Round out the E3 extravaganza. Uh, I'm going to go through our E3 picks that we made last show. Oh. And who won E3? Just remember, whoever won E3 gets to steal a pick from someone else's fantasy critic. Oh, I forgot. Can I just that. point yeah. out one thing from all of the presentations? We didn't talk about Capcom. 
We didn't. There was a reason for that. Yeah, I know. That's what I wanted to say. Capcom, if you're watching... Which they are. Of course. If you're going to show a game like Phoenix Wright, which we think is amazing, do not show 10 minutes of text-based gameplay <laughs> without voiceover, you dickhead. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Well, it didn't entice you to buy the game. Oh, that was the most uncomfortable 10 minutes. I was waiting for a voiceover. I was waiting for commentary. No, just someone clicking through fucking text boxes. <laughs> All right, so our E3 picks as of last show. Ben, pick number one. This is Nintendo. Yep. Nintendo 64 for on Nintendo Online with Banjo-Kazooie, uh, one of the first games to play. Uh, no, didn't happen. No points. Floppy, Switch Pro date announced, but not till 2022. No, zero points. Brayden, yet another color design for Joy-Cons. No. No Joy-Cons. I thought that was a shoe-in. So did I. Right? Oh my god. You should have said Amiibo. You would have my, been in with that one. safe thing and I'm like, nah, can't do it. Uh, second picks. Ben, next Smash character reveal. Spyro, half point. Because I did get the Smash character reveal. You did. You didn't correct. get Spyro, so 0. 0.5. Uh, Floppy, Detective Pikachu 2 announced. No. With another $30 Amiibo, do I get half a point? No. Why? Because, no, that ties directly into Pikachu. You didn't just say, if that's a separate pick. No, at all. No. No half point. You get a half you, point. Yeah. <laughs> I know I do. Uh, and guess who else gets a half point? Brayden, because he got an update on Metroid 4 Prime. Was there actually an update? I didn't watch the Nintendo one. No, there wasn't. Uh, there was. They said, we're still working hard on Metroid Prime 4. There we go. That's Damn all it. I want. So he gets half a point for that because uh, he did say a proper update and... Uh, that's not a whole proper that's update. That's just an update. You got an acknowledgement. Yeah. So you get half a point for that. So we've got me on half a point. Oh, sorry. There's one more. Uh, third pick, uh, Breath of the Wild 2 November release. No, I didn't get that. Floppy, Nintendo's presentation will end with Mario Kart 9 logo. It, no, that it did, did you just turn it off too quick? Give me a point. Uh, <laughs> Brayden... Doug Bowser will emerge from the depths of hell holding the severed head of Reggie as a sacrifice for Phil Spencer. Glad Reggie's still alive. No. How Reggie's that one here. didn't happen, I don't know. So Reggie's agile. He's, on, he's cooking his feet. At the end of the Nintendo picks, I'm on half a point. Brayden's on half a point, And Floppy's on zero. Okay. Going well so far. Microsoft Bethesda. Ben, Kojima's new game revealed is and is an Xbox exclusive. No, didn't happen. And I wasn't going to give myself half a point because it didn't happen during Bethesda and it wasn't a new game. So, no points for Ben. Floppy, Halo Showcase and a date for quarter four with focus on multiplayer. Oh, I got a Holy crap, Floppy. Full point for you. Yes. nailed it. Nailed that one. And jumps into the lead. Brayden, two words. Real, real car. car. No real, no car. real car. car. In very realistic looking cars. Yes, but no real car. No real car. Ben. More Starfield revealed, trailer, possibly some gameplay. 2022 launch window. Nailed it! One full point for Ben! Fo uh, floppy, Forza Motorsport announced for September release. However, Forza Horizon 5 teased for 2022. Now... Just saying, it is still going to be here in 2022. It will. So we've got a decision here. I've given you half a point. But it's half a point based on information that I gave to you. 
because you're I, a generous Brayden, guy. I'm just confused. Why didn't you just say Forza's coming? Yeah, Brayden, what do you think? Because I'm not smart enough to be up. so vague. Okay, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna let Floppy have half a point for yeah, that one, I, even I though I chose so. it for him. I say so. Yes. Okay. Thank you. We'll give I you appreciate that. One. that. Thank have, you. have my have my scraps. <laughs> I'm uh, not too ashamed. I'm not too ashamed to have scraps, mate. Uh, Brayden, we see nothing of Elder Scrolls Six, but they offhandedly mention how development is progressing. Thanks, Phil Spencer. <laughs> did they? Did yes, he, what did he did. say? He said, and Elder Scrolls Six is coming. <laughs> You've got two points that was it. from those two mentions. Just two quick mentions. Yep. That is ridiculous. I know we three, mate. How are your picks coming first? <laughs> Real car. Real car. Reggie's head on a stick. Oh, man. Real okay. Car. I was confident when they had an actual proper stage. Last picks for uh, Bethesda and Xbox. Ben, Halo Infinite Take 2. New release date announced for November 2021. <sighs> Do I get half a point for that? It does say Halo Infinite, not multiplayer. I've put no, but if you're willing to give me half a point, I'll take it. I can see the scores. <laughs> Flop, uh, it's far well, more interesting if there's a no here. What are we saying? It's, I'll far, go with... it's far more interesting if this is a no. So. Okay. Floppy, yes or no? <coughs> no. Okay. Stays as a no. Floppy, Phil Spencer will hint at Xbox entering the VR game in spite of previous statements. Did not happen. I think you'll notice it on the no. shelf behind him. There was no shelves. There was on the floor no. behind him. No. No. Bum, bum. On his t-shirt that he was wearing under his jumper. And Brayden. Phil Spencer will accept the gift of Reggie's severed head. <laughs> they will announce some form of official collaboration between Xbox and Nintendo. Damn, I was on my game last week. No, oh my god. Didn't didn't happen. So at the end of that pick, Ben, 1.5 points. Floppy on 1.5 points. Brayden on 1.5 points. <laughs> we are so shit at our jobs. <laughs> Tell you what, this uh, this next section, I don't know. We really shouldn't have made any guesses about Sony stuff. So the way I've done it, so we've what we've got here. This last section is for those companies who weren't technically at the show or other companies that we haven't covered in the first two. So basically, just general picks. Um, I've given it up until before the show started for these announcements to happen. Okay, so anything we picked for Sony is getting a zero because Sony didn't <laughs> announce shit. Okay, so first pick, Ben, Spyro 4, revealed from Sony. Didn't happen. Ba -boom. Floppy, Sony reveal new VR headwear and demo. No. Ba -boom. Brayden, reveal a brand new Sony, uh, brand new PS5 exclusive from one of Sony's first party studios. No. No points. That's a safe bet when a, when a state of play happens though. <laughs> it is. Uh, ben, Final Fantasy Origins will be revealed. <laughs> Boom, baby! One big fat point coming to the old Benster. Floppy. Shit. Need for speed. No. Have EA, EA's thing doesn't happen for a while, doesn't it? No, but we thought maybe uh, they'd come out with something, but they I did not. I thought they'd come out here. Uh, Brayden. A very awkward update on Beyond Good and Evil 2. Nope. Didn't get a so, damn thing. So disappointed in you. Didn't get a damn thing. Not even a... And development's going well. Not even a mention. Uh, ben. Rainbow Six Quarantine will be revealed with a new name and released this year. Yes, it's now called Rainbow Six Extractions coming out September 16. <gasps> Another point for me. But it was a takeaway of a point for the rest of us because we had to sit through the longest presentation on the game, <laughs> a game that no one cared about. Uh, floppy. Horizon release date for September? 
Nope. Brayden, Uncharted movie trailer drops. Nope. So, are we ready for the final scores, ladies and gentlemen? Just saying, are we going to amend this when Sony actually does their thing? <laughs> nope. I said it went right up until today. That's when these picks had the chance to come out. Because I can't help to notice window. that you've got one for a Sony Sony thing that was that announced. Sony didn't announce. No, no, it was for Someone announcements announced. during the week. <laughs> so final scores, floppy, on one point five points. Yes, Brayden, who I want to remind you picked twice that Doug Bowser was going to rip off Reggie's head and I give it did, to Phil Spencer. I did sort of make some really dumb ones twice for for some mm-hmm. jokes. 1.5 points. Still pretty good. <laughs> so exactly the same as Floppy, who make very, very reasonable guesses. Need for speed. <laughs> hey, I, Floppy, I would not be surprised if when EA do their thing, they announce some need for speed. Oh, I'm going to guarantee you, if we extend this to when Sony comes it's out. It's not going to extend it. EA. It's not going to extend I said if. Uh, <laughs> I, I clear the floor. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming in with a whopping 3.5 points. Wow, that's such a good average. Benjamin Supreme. That's right, baby. I win E3 finally. After how many freaking years we've been doing this, I finally take away the E3 trophy winner. And All it took was for Dan to leave. Sorry? All it took was for Dan to leave. All it took leave. was for Dan to leave. And he's, he's ridiculously vague picks. There's a game with a thing in it. Uh, so that means I win E3. I'm the champion. Yes. And I get to pick someone's choice in our personal fantasy critic, which I'm, I'm going to be going into in the post show. I'm worried. Um, I'm going to select my pick at the end of year. Ooh. Hack the dino. Wait, no, no, no. Whoa. That actually physically can't really happen in the fantasy critic league because one of us would have to drop a game that already has a score and then... No, 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 no. Not drop a game. I get to take it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is in the fantasy critic, we would have to drop it. And then you would have to pick it up. No, 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 no. Oh, no you no, just no. mean ignore. The I will just go. No, I will take those points you, you and put them on mine. Just, no, no, no. Sure. You have to do it now. You have to pick no, a game. No, yes. nah. that, no, no, no. That wasn't the deal. I invented the deal. I was going to say, no, this isn't the deal either. No, the that deal was, is. There was I no get mention of it at the end of the year. I got to choose. And it would have been this the same if you guys won. It's a Ben thing. We just have to accept it and move on. Exactly. Who makes the show? Say. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Well, in, <laughs> in that reality, maybe you're not quite a loser. I am the winner of ah, E3. Joke's on you. I'm a loser in every reality. <laughs> <laughs> We've been Hack the Dino. This has been our critical path, where we talk about video games past, present, and future, as well as all the other nonsense that you've had to put up with throughout listening or viewing this production. Uh, we also do other things on the side. Floppy, what do you do on the side? Oh, I threw some photos up on uh, Floppy Plays Games on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, not as regularly as I should, but I did throw one up the other day of some pickups that I got uh, in a rather cheap sale the other day. Oh, cool. Rayman Origins and uh, some Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. What's that? Have you played that? Not yet, but it uh, went cheap and it looked interesting, like a little side scroll. So I thought it looks like a, it could be Streets of Rage vibe, but... With Shaolin monks. Oh, nice. Looks uh, cool. Brayden, what do you get up to when you're not here pressing all those keys? When I'm not here, I also venture over to uh, my friend's house and uh, we talk about movies. Um, Who's got the better house? Uh, ooh, I, I mean... Who's got the cooler house? Me. I honestly don't know. Like, Whose house are you in right now and be lucky enough to leave if you don't moment, answer correctly? I mean, Ben's. Oh, that's where this question was going. Okay. I threw asking about who in the MMT. Did you forget who you're talking house. to, bro? I was like, we all live with our parents. Like, no one, no one has a good house. 
Um, no, uh, Millennial Movie Talk is a podcast that I do with Clever Evade. He is. Clever Girl. Um, Clever Girl. Millennial Movie Talk. It's a movie podcast that I do with my mates. Um, we just went and saw the new Fast and Furious. How was that? Um, you can check out our review. Uh, we, we give our thoughts. Uh, hint, two of us who went into the preview and saw it are uh, massive Fast and Furious fans. The other two... John only, Cena fans! We only, ba, ba, just, only just saw them recently um, and we have mixed opinions. Which one is you? Which one do you fall into? <coughs> I am in the... I watched, ba, ba, da, da. I watched Tokyo Drift through to eight... In two nights. Oh yuck! Week. Why? It was horrendous. You know you're supposed to watch Tokyo Drift last chronologically. Oh man, I know, right? Really? Yeah. No joke. No joke. Really? Four, five, six, seven, and eight. It will happen between two and three. In in so in uh, we're getting in the weeds now. In seven, they have the event of Tokyo Drift happen, and then they continue the events of Tokyo Drift in one scene, and they act like Tokyo Drift, which is in like 2004 or so, is. In like 2017, it's dumb as hell. Um, but these movies get away with it because they're dumb as hell movies and they're just action. That's like Street Fighter. Street Fighter goes Street Fighter One, Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Three. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense. But yeah, uh, we also saw In the Heights. Um, two of us went and saw it. They yes. went for preview. I'm seeing that next week. Um, what is it? Highly recommend In the Heights. Um, it's, it it's from the it's from Limited Miranda who did uh, Hamilton as well as the music for Moana. Um, this was oh, the first thing Moana. he did. Um, this was his first stage production that he did, now being made into an actual film. Um, but yeah, uh, we've talked about a bunch of stuff lately. I highly recommend on podcast services and YouTube and all that jazz. And I'm usually doing all this sort of stuff, so head on over to hackthedino.com uh, or youtube.com backslash hackthedino or twitch.tv backslash hackthedino to catch all our Hack the Dino-ing. Uh, we've got some plans coming up in the future. We're, we're sitting down, making plans, making things, doing things with our brains that'll make things really good. Not squishy, grey mattery. Gross. Um, yeah, you can also check out my Instagram at Mr. Benjamin. Uh, I recently got a, a Fortnite postcard plugging their their uh, season that uh, is, is already here. But it came from the US, so I forgive them to getting it to me late. That was cool. Uh, also got a lot of cool stuff uh, from... Yeah, it's basically like floppy. I put up stuff that I, that I find and uh, enjoy sharing with everyone. And it's also a copy of my insurance. So if my house yeah. burns down, <laughs> I've got proof that I own this stuff. Have you never had the uh, Mario Kart boxed? I did. Before? I got it originally, but uh, then it went bye-byes in a house move. So I got it back for $10. Oh, it's a bargain. Yeah, I was pretty happy with it. But yes, hackthedino.com on all podcast services. If you could leave a review, that would be great. If you could head on over to hackthedino.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel or like a video or two, that would also be great. Um, I promised myself I'm going to stop looking at all that sort of stats like daily because it's doing my head in. <laughs> don't forget to share us with your friends. Though. Show two friends who also like video games and video Don't show people who hate video games because um, that won't go well. But show people show that like... Show it to like me. It. Grandma and my mum. None of them liked it. Yeah. All that accent. What? I kind of dug it. But as for what's coming in the future, well, let me just say... D&D! &D!